Thanks so much to our growing family of listeners in blood time and undeniable. Hit the dollar sign on Maverick Podcasting Network to help spread our love for we are all blood. Love to all. Palladium Edge. Take your business from good to great and great to world class. PalladiumEdge.com. That's PalladiumEdge.com. Andy Gasper, what's going on, man? This is blood time. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. I've been looking forward to doing this. So. I like it that we got you now in the studio. Yes. And what What's on the hat? Talk uh, to me a little bit. Uh, so I've got a Barbarian Apparel hat on. Nice. Um, you know, Josh has been a great supporter of, you know, just the sport in general in Ohio. Yeah, Josh. Sasby. Yeah, Josh yeah. Sasby, right on, uh, Josh. Awesome. And, you know, he... Uh, you know, he was very generous to me as far as, you know, he took me on a couple trips. I went out, got to go out to Iowa awesome. on behalf of Barbarian Apparel. That was, you know, a nice little thing they did for me there. Um, you know, I just, I think what he's got, his product is a neat product. And I mean, it's just him and his wife pretty much running, running the show there. So. Yeah. Entrepreneurs abound in our sport. Yes. Although sometimes it's tough, tough sledding, right? Uh, yeah, I you, you know, you can see how there's so many different, uh, competitors in that market. You know, you've got, you know, Rudis, you Vantage, um, I think there's like compound or, and then there's blue chip. There's just, I mean, there's a bunch of them, you name it. Right. So. Trying to carve out their niche in the world. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you got stalemate street league. Talk to me. Stalemate street league. That's yeah, yeah. another, uh, it's another, it's a podcast out of Iowa out of, you know, I think Southeast Polk. If I don't, I don't want to get it wrong. Zach will yell at it's me. Iowa. <laughs> it's ahead. Iowa. It's Iowa. Right. But not, he, uh, you know. he started a podcast uh, around, you know, COVID, um, you know, feeding some wrestling news and it's, it's the other side of wrestling that, you know, you don't normally see, uh, and it's got street league. The shirt that I have on is where you, we've got guys that are former NCAA division one, all Americans. I think, uh, stalemate street league one, we had Kyvin Gadsden. It was supposed to be Gadsden and Pat Downey. Nice. Downey didn't show. Um, so somebody called, you know, came in and covered for him. And then this last one, street league three, uh, it was going to be Richie Lewis and Marinelli Marinelli backed out. And of course, Ian Miller stepped in and put on a show. Right. On. Um, well, so we interviewed to Kyvin. He's a lot of fun. Great dude. Yeah. Great dude. Yeah, and he pinned our boy Schneider. Yeah. I mean, not many people can say that, yeah, that they've got a win all. over Kyle Snyder. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. Not many on our, on one hand. Right. Yeah. Um, well, dude, you're doing some great stuff out east, far far east. Talk to me a little bit about how you got that. Where you know, talk talk to us about your road, man. Yeah, so you know, I am from Madison, Ohio, which is you know, cheers, much blue further streaks. east. Yeah, blue streaks. Uh, right. You know, that was that wrestling room was the first place I ever put on a pair of wrestling shoes. So it is it is special for me to be back coaching there and helping those guys. Uh, however, I was I wrestled at St. Edward High School. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being a Madison guy, once I got to my later years around seventh, eighth grade, my parents realized that there really wasn't much competition for me to work with in the room at Madison at the time. Yeah. They were transitioning from head coaching coaches and I had always, you know, was Tuna over there for Tuna. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gary was love, on his way out Gary, yeah. and Gary's, I mean, he's back involved now actually with the youth program. Awesome. So, I mean, we have him, like he is involved. over at Wadsworth. I love it. The yeah. Old, the old war horses go back. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's still around. And, you know, like I said, I wrestled at St. Edward high school, uh, uh, 
got to That's win. a horrible program. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be for I was fortunate enough to be the starting 135 in 2007. And right on, we bro. We yeah. won a national title. We beat Blair. Uh, and Congrats. Since then, it's been the last national title team through uh, St. Edward High School. Who was on that team that were studs? Besides Let's see, you? we got Jamie Clark. He actually yeah. beat David Taylor uh, in wow. one of our duels against Graham. Colin Palmer. Uh, Nick Salzer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I actually ended up wrestling Nick Salzer my senior year in the state semifinals. We wrestled, we were for, you know, former teammates and I had transferred back to Madison. Sure. Um, and we ended up meeting in the state semifinals. Wow. So how cool it was real. It was a, it was a unique experience for me. Yeah. Um, so why'd you transfer back to Madison? So to I had about. always wanted to be Madison. Madison's never had a state champion up until like, we still don't Yeah. no state champion. We've got, you know, people that have won state in track and field or sure. gymnastics, but never wrestling. We've gotten right there. We've gotten a few guys. Like I think there's eight of them, eight runner ups. Uh, and I felt like I could, I like, since I put on those, that first pair of wrestling shoes, yeah. I always wanted to be their first state champ. And, you know, when I fell short there, uh, I think it was 2009, I graduated, lost mm-hmm. to Salzer in the semis. That was my one loss my senior year. Yeah. He, uh, you know, it took a lot of wind out of my sails. Yeah. But well, it was. You took third, man. Yeah, third. Went out yeah. on a win. And yeah. that's, you know, I always tell my guys that even at, even at any tournament we're at, finish on a win. It's the most yep. important part. Yep. So. No question about it. And, uh, you know, since we interviewed Mitch Clark. He had the same aspirations. He didn't do that, but he becomes a national champ at Ohio State. So. Tech fault, the guy in the, in the NCAA finals. Incredible, right? Insane. What a good, it was a great <laughs> interview. And so, Andy, you, you know, you obviously, I did the same thing with Beechwood. I came back and became the head coach at my high school actually twice. And God, it was beautiful. Tell me a little bit about that experience to be the head coach at your old alma mater. Well, I'm not the head coach. I'm the, I'm the head assistant. Oh, uh, my bad. Yeah, okay, Andrew, my bad. Andrew Tommaso is the head coach there. Okay, cheers. And so he had... Uh, he happened to be, he's good buddies with Chad Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chad had reached out to me last, I don't know, early August and had said, hey, uh, I've got a good buddy of mine who's the coach in your hometown. Would you have any interest in coaching? And my yeah. first answer was no. Yeah. Um, yeah. The athletic director and I had, you know, had had it out years prior where we didn't really quite get along. And, you know, Chad and I had talked and I realized that it's my relationship with him should have nothing to do with me wanting to help the kids and to help my community and get the kids better at wrestling. It's all about the kids. It's all it is. I mean, you know, the AD is the AD and you know, if he doesn't get it, you know, just go around him. Yeah. I mean, and and since I've been back, I have gotten a lot of support from him and some of the other administration members. Uh, I think they're starting to see, um, what I and Tommaso have put forth our efforts into building a successful wrestling program. Like uh, I had two guys just wrestling, competing out of Fargo. Those are the first two wrestlers since I went to Fargo in 2008, 2009. And I think it's incredible. My goal was to have, man, it's awesome. Yeah. My goal was one guy, get one guy to Fargo. I got two, you know, so I'm blessed to have the group of guys that I have there. They, uh, they work hard. The sure. parents are super supportive. They uh, God, it's so important, right? It's hard to find that. Oh, yeah. I, I got a beautiful set of parents, a group of parents at Sugar and Falls, but yuck. When they're not, they're the worst. It's so toxic. It, it can make a it can make or break a program as far as co- like a, a cancer in the in the room. Yeah. Uh, and then you get the kids who start buying into what the parents are saying and believe in what mom or dad says when mom or dad never wrestled. Right. You know, so right. it's it's it gets tough. But I am really fortunate to have going what I've got going on at Madison. 
I get to use the room pretty much whenever I'd like. For so what's your philosophy? I mean, you know, I love to, to coach great human beings, right? And then great wrestling comes easy because if you got it. I don't mean to say, you know, step on that, but what yeah. do you think? Uh, so I, I really don't think I've ever sat down and broke down a philosophy of what I have for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of just repeating and, and, and going over the things that I learned while at St. Edward High School from well, Greg, Greg Urbis. Urbis. Wow. So St. Greg. <laughs> Father Urbis. Father right. Urbis, right. you know. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of, you know, treat the people around you, that you how you want to be treated in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, perfect, per- like the signs we had in the room. There was one that was called, it just, the third sign said just wrestle. And then there's also one that says perfect practice, you know, perfect practice. I mean, you, you can, you can go in the room and mess up. And as long as you're, you know, giving it your all 100%, yeah. you can never like, you can never not have a perfect practice. Sure. Exactly. So. And I love that um, because they say practice makes perfect. Nope. Perfect practice makes, makes perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that Howard Ferguson was a big believer in that because he created the edge and that was one of the pages of the edge. And I don't know what quote it was. It was Howard's or maybe Vince Lombardi's or somebody like that. I think but it might have been one of the football coaches. But, yeah, yeah. those those signs were just everywhere, plastered right? around sure. the room. Mm-hmm. And you, you that stuff ingrains in your mind. And Doesn't it? it? It really does. Well, you know, it's like the Yankees, right? You know, when you leave, the last thing you see leaving out of the dugout to go to the, to the Yankee Stadium, if you're a Yankee, is do your job. That's 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 kind of the philosophy that we had while yeah. while at St. Edward High School was you know you put on the singlet and yeah. you're representing a program and a school that has been around longer than you and when you leave here it's still going to be there yeah so it was you were not you weren't treated special you weren't treated any different you were you were a wrestler on the team and you were going to be treated as such and. You know, of course, you get patted on the back when you perform, but it's just like, hey, you're on to the next one, and it's like, we're just going to keep pushing. I'm not going to treat this guy any different than this guy because everybody in that room has the potential to become a state champion. Sure. And it's not just, you know, rooms like St. Ed's, any room in the country. Yeah, look at your wrestling partners. (laughs) Iron sharpens iron, man. I I had to wrestle Lance Palmer. I had to still, (laughs) my freshman year, I was behind Lance Palmer. Yeah. And, being a freshman, I didn't think Coach Urbis would make me wrestle him off because he knew the end, end result. No. I still had to go out there and wrestle Lance two out of three. Wow. And uh, that was uh, that was an, an opening to high school wrestling for me. Welcome, Andy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to the St. Edward's wrestling room. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fantastic. I've been in that room and wrestled in that room back in the day. But um, doing that, you know, obviously you get this feeling about the sport, right? So tell me a little bit about how that's permeated you and, and and permeated and influenced your coaching style. I mean, I get like like when I walk into the St. Edward room, I get goosebumps every time I walk in. There. It's like yeah. no, it's like Notre going to Notre Dame, like when you were a kid, like a, the a stadium, football game, yeah. the stadium. Yeah. Um, there's a nostalgia to being in the wrestling room early in the morning for me, at least. Right. Um, you know those five a.m. workouts. Yeah. Things like that. Um. It, wrestling, it makes it. It just overall makes me feel like I'm I'm doing something that I know deep down in my heart is the right thing to do. Gotcha. And it's uh, you know, I I I was away from the sport for a, for 
10 years, almost 10 years. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, and finally, you know, after watching guys that I grew up wrestling with, like David Taylor, Dave Habit, still competing, and, you know, watching those guys kind of inspired Gray Maynard. me. Yeah. I don't know. He's a little bit older than you. Gray's but, a little bit older, but yeah. the guys that I actually, like I wrestled against Dave Habit in high school. And sure. the, you know, and it's yeah. like we... We, we wrestled each other from the time we were little kids. So seeing that kind of inspired me to be like, you know what, I would, wouldn't mind just going back to the roots of what I really, truly know. Yeah. So, yeah. And there you are. Right? Yeah. And then I remember you interviewed me at the Orange Tournament. You've got some type of a program going on with, uh, you know, in the media. So tell me a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah. So I started blogging. Uh, I was working at Amazon when the, when the COVID and everything had hit and it was, it was starting to get a, a little bit crazy over there. Yeah. So, and I was, I was, you know, like, I'm like, I'm just not, I, I want to do something that I love and I can apply myself sure. to daily. And so I took, I stepped away from Amazon and, and I started blogging about what it was that I like. And that was wrestling. Right. Uh, so I started blogging, and I had then gotten uh, in contact with Jared Opfer from the OAC. I did a bunch of uh, Love articles. Jared and what he's doing, man. He's, he's terrific. He's the whole family. They're just great people. The Opfer family, Ugh, great people. Quality. And you know, he had. Uh, we had this idea where we were gonna do some articles on Ohio Athletic Committee legends like Logan Steber. We did one on David Taylor, David Habit, and uh, one of the articles I did was on. David Taylor while he was at the Olympics and Dave happened to retweet it and it kind of, you know, blew up, it yeah. kind of blew yeah, up yeah. a lot of people, more people had seen it. Sure. And, um, so I started getting, you know, con I was getting contacted from, you know, some other people like, uh, what's his name? Joe Kania. He runs uh, fantasy fight league. Okay. And so I did some articles and blogs for him and then, uh, Jared, myself, Zeb and, uh, Mark Neiman Rob Gore, Bryce Roth, we formed uh, Ohio Map Media gotcha. because we feel that here in Ohio, you know, Brian Brakeman did such a great job for so, so many what a years. Legend. How do you, you can't, I mean, you can't even yeah. replicate it, but now no. in today's age, you've got the digital media, right. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, the kids are on sure. it. So we wanted to be able to bring Ohio wrestling news to the forefront in a way that it wasn't just pen to paper. It wasn't just on, you know, on a bombs page. We wanted to have, you know, the podcast or the filming and commentating a, a finals uh, match like at the Orange, like the, yeah. the Audrey Genovese. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that. That's what yeah, we that wanted to do. that was an aggravating tournament. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Was that was rough. Not, I, well, you got my aggravation. Yeah. <laughs> right, raw, and I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I let it fly. People loved that. People absolutely yeah. loved the feedback that I got from your interview after the tournament. We're like, we love what that guy had to say. Gotcha. Like he, he hit the nail right on the head. We're tired of it too. Yep. And that's what, that's what it was really about was bringing, you know, the media, bringing the, the side of things that folks may not get to see, or maybe grandma or grandpa didn't get sure. to a tournament and they can watch it from home. I love it. So, well, Andy, that, that was great. I, I want to talk to you more about, um, some influences in your life, okay. but also to what you're doing now and how we can help you put to push that forward. But we're going to take a break because Absolutely. people pay us to do this, which is kind of cool. Right? That is pretty sweet. Yeah. So we'll be back after the break with Andy Gasper. This is coach Cimarroni for blood time. Love to all men, women. If you want to look great, what are you doing? Why aren't you calling Cimarroni Couture? This is coach Cimarroni. Call Missy, our CEO. We'll take care of you. 216 Four nine six two five nine two. Pick up the phone. Get those shirts, sport coats, suits, pants, 
dresses, whatever you need, finest fabrics, best tailoring on the planet, and right here locally. We'll come to your home, we'll come to your office, or you can come to us, whatever's your pleasure. Give Missy a call, Cimarroni Couture. Give Missy a call, 216-496-2592. Cimarroni Couture, C. Peter Cimarroni Coach. We are all blood, love to all. Cash value whole life policies work so well in the real estate industry. Have you ever heard of the infinite banking concept and system? Well, we have from Next Level Continuing Education. They will teach you how to use your cash value in your whole life policies so that you can access that to invest in investment properties. That is the infinite banking concept. Call Ed Knezovich at 614-648-2440 for more details on the infinite banking concept and system. That's Ed Knezovich at Next Level Continuing Education, 614-648-2440. Infinite Search Solutions, recruitment and placement search services at its finest. Northeast Ohio's premier, easy, fast, and simple way to find the great and perfect candidate that you deserve. Matt Burns and his incredible team at Infinite Search Solutions are terrific. I know Matt personally, and I absolutely love his philosophy and his company. We are proud to have them as a sponsor. Reach out to Matt at 440-249-0485 or at their website, www.in-finite.com. They will work hard for you and as an extension of your company and find that perfect candidate for your job requirements. Infinite Search Solutions, Matt Burns, give them a call. We're back with Andy Gasper. Andy, I love the uh, stuff that you're doing media-wise, but more importantly, what you're doing coaching-wise. Uh, and I love the confluence of both of those. And some of the things that you're doing, you know, are rare. And we just talked about it at the break, you know, about uh, coaching affecting a young man that had no idea that he was going to be a wrestler, right? So talk to me a little bit about what that, you know, what that heritage that you have and what you're bringing to the party in regards to why that happened with that kid. You know, the coaching aspect, the coaching side of things, is it's entirely different when you're so involved versus when you're just kind of like a volunteer coming yeah. into coaching, maybe showing a couple things here and there when you do pop your head in. Uh, you're with the kids every single day. Um, and so you, you do have, you know, you could have an either positive um, effect on, on the wrestler or you could or you could be that coach where the kid, like, hates you for the rest of his life, you like know, and you dick. Yeah. Like, Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah. that guy was an asshole. He yeah. treated, you know, he never really helped me anywhere. Right. Um, so, you know, I got, I've got a couple guys that like I said, they're, they wrestled at Fargo just last yesterday and yep. they, both of them, if you would have saw them at the very beginning, you'd be like, there's no way in hell that either one of these kids is going to make team Ohio. Sure. Like not a chance. Well, those two kids are both the very first in the room and the very last to leave every single practice. I don't care if it's just a summer workout or not. Gotcha. That's that's just their mentality, and I'm so thankful for that because they, you know, we have other guys that 
you know, they bust their butt too, just like, just like them. And so by them going to Fargo, being the first two to go since I went in 08, they're setting the tone for, you know, the youth wrestlers and the middle school guys who maybe were afraid to do freestyle and Greco before, because I've got a bunch of those. That's the elegance so. of the sport and, the, and, and what coaching is all about. Right? right. So that said, you know, this is blood time, right? What was that blood time moment? What, who was that individual or maybe individuals that said something to Andy that's, that transformed you into the kind of athlete and then the kind of champion you became? So, uh, are you saying as far as from me? Yeah, who said yeah. It to me while yeah, I was wrestling? Yeah. That was, who said so, that? Who are some of the? Who are some of those people? John Heffernan uh, comes to mind at first. All star um, man. Because yeah. I had wrestled at Ironman in 2006, I think it was. I had placed at Fargo, but now it was Ironman. It was you right. know the, the big show. It's my first time in you know being a full time starter at St. Edward High School and wrestling at Ironman unseated and you know, I made it to the quarterfinals and lost to Blair Academy's uh, Max Shanaman, I think it was. Okay. Who was, you know, national prep champion multiple time and so then he ends up wrestling Ben Jordan in the finals. Sure. I end up taking sixth. The week next week we're wrestling St. Paris Graham in the the uh, Super Eight dual final. And I had to wrestle Ben. Okay. And Coach Heffernan had, you know, we were in the wrestling room warming up, and he looked, he went through every person in the weight and, you know, told them, sure. like, the game plan, what this person was going to do, what this guy was going to do. And he got to me, he goes, there isn't a single person in this gym tonight that thinks you're going to win that match. Right. Not a single person. Right. He goes, the only person that thinks that he's like, I – truly think that you can beat him. Like, awesome. he's like, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind that you'll throw him and pin him. Wow. Um, and, you know, before I stepped out on the mat, we got the ball rolling. Neil Bird had just gotten a pin. Palmer had just got a big win, so I was up next. And uh, I just remember Coach Heffernan pulling me aside, grabbing my headgear and saying, just go out there and headlock the shit out of him. What do you got to lose? Right. So... I end up, I'm losing five to nothing. He got out to an early lead, five to nothing. And we get back up on our feet and he shot a real nice single leg to my left leg. And I was, for some reason, I was really good at funk rolling from there. And mm -hmm. I had my leg inside. And as he's coming to the mat, I, I like kind of lat dropped him almost you, like a foot sweep so, type of so thing. You levered him up, right? right? Yeah. 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 Almost yeah. like the Ness elevator type of thing. Yeah. Not quite. And yeah. uh, I got him on his back and it, Sandy Cagio happened to be the ref on the on that night. The legend. And he it took him forever to call the pin. I felt like it, I mean he was flat for a for a good wow. solid like 30 seconds, but he didn't want to make any questionable calls. Hear that sure. it's an Ed's Graham duel, it's at Ed's. Sure. And so I end up getting the pin. I pinned Ben Jordan. Wow. The whole gym, it was like insane. I don't think my mom's my mother to this day says she's never seen my father move so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he jumped down That's like fantastic. four Yeah. He jumped down like four bleacher steps to come run and pick me up. And that's awesome. Everybody from Graham said it was a fluke. They're like, oh, you got lucky. Well, the next time we wrestled them at Graham. Uh, I lost five to four on a fleeing the mat call. Wow. He hit a slide by. I tried to like step out yeah, and like yeah, readjust yeah. Sure. myself. Yep. The ref teed me up and got, you know, they gave him the point. He wins five to four, but yet, you know, I got him leg cradled on the edge of the mat. You're not going to get those calls yeah. down there. Yep. So, and, and it just proved to them. I wanted to prove to them that it wasn't a fluke. Yep. And so John, by John Heffernan believing in me, like the whole year, um, 
you know, from day one, he, he had always said, he's like, I've never coached anybody like you really like there, there's things that you do that I can't teach. He's like, so when I'm coaching you, he's like, it's let like, it fly, just brother. let it fly. Just yeah. be yourself. That whisper in the ear yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, what's such love, such love from John Heffernan. It's, it's a moment that like, I don't think I'll ever forget because he yeah. was the, like, he, he truly just believed that I was good enough to hang with whoever it was out there on the mat. I love that. So, and it's interesting because Ben was a, Assistant coach of mine, first year at Chagrin Falls back in 1819. That's right, he did move up this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives in Chagrin Falls, and uh, he was terrific with the kids. He's a great dude. Great dude. Great dude. His his dad's a great guy. Yeah, Just the whole whole family. Yeah, just quality all along the way. And uh, that said, you know, there's the, man, that's just magical. It, it, it is. It's, don't you feel that you want to impart that to the kids that you that you coach now? I tell I tell the kids like if you guys could feel the way I feel for some of your matches that you're getting sure. ready for, mm-hmm. I think you guys would then understand like how how important some of these moments really are. Right. Like I was telling the boys this week while at Fargo, like uh, one of Addison Addison was FaceTime. He tried FaceTiming me last night. He's like, we're in Wisconsin Dells. My parents, you know, he's like, I'm here by, you know, they're forcing me to be here. I was like, listen, you don't understand. Enjoy those moments because those moments with your parents going out to Fargo and yeah. making it like a family trip. Yeah. I remember those moments with my parents and I can look back on them and like, those days, those were the best days ever. I was like, you won't realize it now. I said, but you will appreciate it when you're older. He's like, yeah, I know, I know. But the, I mean, that's just Well, him. it's true because I have two things that relate to that. I had a young man in here, Sammy Gross, who was a bookend state champ, I think. No, maybe not. He was first, third. Yeah. I, no, no. He was first, third, first, third, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, first third, first third, two times state champ for Beachwood. Wow. But I remember I was I was on uh, not on staff, but I went down and I said to him, uh, "Drink it in." And he and he said that to me in the interview years later. He was he was sitting here last year with with uh, Haywald, Mark Haywald. Wow. And and you know we don't do that. We don't are we don't experience and love the moment. Right. I think that's just a natural thing as humans. We're always boom. What's next? Yeah. Or we're trying to plan for what's next or yeah. sometimes some people get stuck in the past. Yeah. And it's uh it is tough. And you know, I try to tell the wrestlers, I was like, wherever your shoes and you know, those feet are at right now, yeah. do the most that you can where those feet are at right now. Right. You know, because it's like, and I try to tell them like, in the practice room, like that's the place where you, I don't care if you screw up a thousand times yeah. because some of them are so afraid to, to just give up a takedown in the room. They want to be that guy that never gave up a takedown in the yeah. room. Like, listen, yeah. Yeah. it's, there's it's, no, there's, there's no, no prize for that. There's no prize for that <laughs> at all. There really isn't. It's just like, yeah. just get better, yeah. but you know, run through a wall. It's like, it's like, yeah. I wish I had those moments back where I could have maybe done something differently or practiced a little harder or, you know, like, yeah. you, but you can't. You just got to live in it. Yeah, I, I tell the kids, you'll never get this moment back. So it's up to you to how do you want to make it, you know? And it goes into, and it gets back to like, what did you put into the, sure. to, to get so to have that no moment? regrets, right? Just let it fly, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and the other story is that uh, I had this young man named Adam Gralnick, who literally, I think, in three years before his senior year, had won maybe five matches. So I asked him to commit. Yeah. He lost some weight. He was kind of a roly-poly, 160-pounder. He got down to 145, and he won, the, won his 10th match on a fat man roll. Nice. And we went nuts. 
Because you love seeing the kid that had the kid that barely won any matches. Yeah, is is winning matches now. He gets his tenth match. Like that's a and that's that's a big deal for kids. He won ten matches in a year. Yeah, he had won five five matches up until that. Up until all that his point. whole career, you know. And and I think those moments, I got chills just thinking about it. Those moments are where coaching lives. Oh, I, I, I've got one myself. We've got a kid that is, he's around the same weight, 160, yeah. 170. Yeah. Uh, he's got a tough family life at home. Yeah. And he's yeah. got like seven brothers and sisters, giant family. So it's not like he's getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, loves the sport. He's there at four or five in the morning. I don't care what time I tell him he's there. Right. Um, may not be the best wrestler, but that kid practices hard he shows up to everything and you know what you never know when you're going to need one of those kids in the lineup when you're like oh he's not very he's not that he's not one of our better wrestlers but you know what that kid who wasn't one of our better wrestlers is the reason we beat roots town yep he pinned the kid from roots town had he not pinned him we lose the match on criteria yeah we won that duel by one point we beat roots town and and they you know it was a great win. I'll never forget that. And then Tommaso's eight-year, te- like the time that he's been at Madison, mm-hmm. had never beat Rootstown. Yeah. So that was a huge win for us. And, and I, I have a similar story with Rich, Richmond Heights. I was coaching first time at Beachwood as the head coach. We had not ever beat Richmond Heights. We had a kid who, I mean, literally, I don't even know if he won five matches that year. Yeah. Pinned his opponent with a McDonald's arch. A defensive pin. Yeah, the one where you reach back. Yeah, the Cincinnati Mo- Cincinnati Moeller got really good at that one year. I'm telling you. It was, and the and we won. We won the. We beat Richmond Heights for the first time. It was like 1991, and the place went insane because there was ath- You know, there was alumni from all. You know, you don't get. And Richmond Heights had a deep, Ooh, a nice deep history man, of wrestling. In the seventies and eighties. Brilliant, yeah, Mike Porus, the 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 legend, Mike. You know he was tough, man. We had some good teams too, and we never beat them. So. They had uh, we had a kid from who was a Richmond Heights kid originally, uh, who ended up wrestling Ryan Bertine sure. in the state finals in two thousand. His name was George Pizakis. Mm-hmm. Came out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. I don't even think he ever qualified for state for Richmond Heights. Comes to Madison, Fortuna gets him into the state finals against Bertine. And Fantastic. I mean, it's just, it, it's things, those, those are the cool things to coaching, you yeah. know, Gary getting a guy who had never been to state at, at, at Richmond Heights gets yeah. in the Madison he gets the right coaching. Yep. He's in the state finals against one of the best to ever come through. Ever. Edward, oh you my know? God. Two time NCAA champ. Yeah. You just, you they, those don't grow on trees. No, so. no, no, those do not. Yeah. So what's next for Andy? So for me, what's next is, you know, Fargo just ended. I'm, you know, kind of disappointed that I didn't get to go out there and coach my boys. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Super invested into those guys. I literally spend every day with them. And, you know, I just, I was kind of, I was kind of pissed that, you know, I spend every day with these guys and. No, you're not kind of, you are pissed. Like, yeah, I have, there, there are some teams that they sent 10 coaches right. from one club. Why do, why does each kid from that club get their very own coach? But yet my guys, when I act, I went and did everything the right way. You know, you apply on USA wrestling Ohio's to be a, a Greco or a freestyle coach, because yeah. that's what they say. They need right. coaches. You do all that. I've got the bronze card. I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I placed there a couple of times. And my yeah. guys are sit there getting coached by someone they don't even know. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Yeah. Like, you know, what is there a is there a club that I don't belong to or something? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. No, but you no, know, it's but that's that's water wrestling, under the wrestling, bridge. The wrestling uh, community can be a little bit odd. 
It can, times. but you know what? At the end of the day, I got to look at it as, you know what? It is what it is. I'm mm-hmm. going to continue coaching my boys, and right. that's that's all I can do. So it, next for me is school's going to be starting. I'm going to be doing a, a preseason, you know, like tune-up for, you know, youth all the way through high school. Nice. So How many uh, you got in the program? Uh, all together with the high school guys, I think we're, you know, close to, close to 35, 40, and Excellent. we're trying to expand. Uh, we had two or three girls, maybe four total this year. So the girls that are wrestling this year, we're trying to get them to recruit other other girls to come and wrestle. And uh, Yeah, what Dave Wrestler's doing over at Lutheran West is amazing, right? He does a lot of good things for yeah, the women. And, yeah. you know, the, the women's wrestling is just growing, growing, growing. Hey, and the blue streaks of Carroll, John Carroll. Just added, a, yeah, just a added women's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. that's huge. It and it's is. A, I mean, John Carroll, I tell the kids all the time, it's a, it's a nice campus. Yeah. And it's got a lot of tradition there if you're looking to stick around a local area. If you're a homebody... Sure. Check yeah. out John Carroll. I mean, Haywald's doing a great job there. Oh, love. I've had Mark in here three times. Just had him and his dad in. It was a terrific interview. That's yeah, a great just, group there. Oh, my God. just love. And I was lucky enough to coach there a couple of times. So uh, that said, uh, so so we've got a lot going on at Madison. We've got a lot going on in your world. Trying to change the culture there. Trying to just. I feel you. It's just trying I to get, you. you know, make Madison wrestling great again. If you know what yeah. I'm saying. Good, good, good. Yeah, good to great. I love it. So, so Andy, tell uh, how people can get a hold of you and and what they can do with you. Uh, you know, and 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 we'll wrap this up. Man. Absolutely. So you guys can find me on Twitter at Drew Blogs uh, with a Z uh, C L E. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my Twitter tag, and then uh, on Facebook it's just Drew Blogs. And then I have Instagram as well as Drew, uh, Drew Blogs. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm doing, I'm going to be, I'm planning on doing a, a stalemates event here. I, I wanted to wrestle. I wanted to wrestle at the last one, but I wasn't, you know, my body wasn't quite ready for okay. it. I think for this next one, if they do it sometime in October, I think I might be ready to go. So that's Beautiful. the plan. That's the plan. Beautiful. So. Well, loved having you in my man. I appreciate you for having me on, man. I've been wanting, I've, you know, when you reached out to me to do this, I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're doing great things for the sport. Thanks. And I love your consistency. You are Thanks. consistent every single week. There's a new guest. There's a new, there's a new episode yeah. and I will always share it, my friend. So. Well, it takes a village, my man. It I does. got a great producer. I got great support and I got great guests like you. So you keep doing God's work in, the, in our wonderful sport and I'll watch you with a good and a great heart and good eyes. I appreciate that, Coach. I'll be seeing you around this season. Yeah, you can interview me anytime, brother. Absolutely, Uh, man. Thank you for having me on. You got it, Matt. Well, thanks so much, Andy, Gasper. Go get them, Blue Streaks of Madison. We are blood. This is Coach Cimarroni. Love to all. Next Level Continuing Education assists CPAs, attorneys, and real estate executives in their continuing education needs and requirements. Call Ed Knezovich at 614-648-2440 or Ryan Miller at 330-933-8231 to get all of the details how Next Level Continuing Education can assist you in your CE credits and information. Again, CPAs, attorneys, and real estate executives reach out to Ed Knezovich or Ryan Miller at Next Level Continuing Education. This is Coach Cimarroni for the Montrose Auto Group. If you're looking for a new vehicle or a pre-owned vehicle, Montrose Auto Group is the place to go. They have over 16 dealerships and over 13 
1,500 used vehicles in their stock, as well as a pretty good stock of new vehicles, everything from Range Rovers to Fords. Seek out Montrose Auto Group and the fantastic people at Montrose Auto Group, headed by Mike Thompson and Chris Mills. We love you very much for your support. Thank you so much for your support of Blood Time, my podcast. Seek them out at GoMontrose.com for your pre-owned or new vehicles. GoMontrose.com. Chris Mills and Mike Thompson, thank you very much. We are all blood. Love to all. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.